Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex, we spoke a couple of uh, episodes ago last week about uh, conversations that you've overheard. Yeah. You know? When have you tuned into a, uh, a real-life podcast where people yeah. don't know that they're being listened to? Well, Belinda, my partner, came down after listening to that episode and said, oh, well, I overheard a funny conversation, or just a statement, really, uh, said by a gentleman in a uh, kebab shop uh, in Brisbane one time. Yep. Uh, it was late at night, and this gentleman had sat down with his friend with the kebab, and uh, he just said... See, the good-looking people, they go home and have sex. But if you look like us, you go home and have a kebab. (laughs) And I think you really understand that guy, don't you? I don't think you need to know much more context. Yeah, I mean, oh, man. I mean, it's true. I mean, people want to work their mouths out at the end of the night, whether that's a big old smooch. Whether it's wrapping it round a bit of bab, um, that is very true. And look, we're going to be flapping the gums a little bit today, as we tend to do every morning from 5am. And some pretty big stuff, Matt, including the return of What's Hitting with Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. We can't wait to find out what's been going on. Get the update on uh, on our resident 15-year-old listener, Sarah from Brisbane, to let us know what's cool, uh, what's hitting and what's not. But also, uh, Alex Dyson, you saw a very interesting trend that's been sweeping parts of the world recently that I'm very intrigued about. Yeah, holy Matt Ramoni um, could be in the air uh, if Matt follows <laughs> these. Uh, <laughs> a few, what a few people are doing, a few marriage trends that are coming up. So let's dive into it. It's a Friday show. It's all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matthew O'Kine, you love yourself. Uh, Yes, sometimes, you know. (laughs) But every now and then, can't help but waking up feeling like a little bit of schnitty offcut, all right? (laughs) Bit of what's at the bottom of the bread bag. Yeah, look, you do crumb it sometimes, but... You know, being good at everything, being a nice person. You've got to love yourself before you can love anyone else. And so it's good to get there. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy. Quite happy with where I'm at. Mm. Would it, it, Why? Why, Alex? Well, would it go as far as partaking into a little bit of sologamy? Okay. I'm going to guess what this is. Not monogamy. Sologamy. Yeah, well, so I'm going to assume that it is uh, what I think it is. And that is very similar to um, the the theme and the idea of when you go to uh, a restaurant by yourself, which I'm a big fan of, by the way. I like eating out by myself. I did it the other night. And um, and that is the master date. Where you, <laughs> where you, where you master date. You, you just do you date you, yourself. Um, that's good. And if you get on enough master dates, uh, you can make it official by... Partaking in sologamy, which is a wedding ceremony where people marry themselves. And apparently, according to the BBC, been a growing trend in the West over the past few years and has now reached Indian shores. Kashama Bindu uh, is got a traditional Hindu ceremony taking place on the 15th of June, if you're in the area, in Vadodara, in the western state of Gujarat, decked out in a red bridal outfit with henna tattoos. The bride will do the customary seven rounds around the sacred fire, 
We'll have the rituals of Haldi, turmeric mixed with oil applied on the bride. The only missing component will be a groom because she's marrying herself. Matt O'Kine, thoughts? Ah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, honestly, if someone invited me to a wedding where they were marrying themselves, mm. I I don't know how I would I could handle it. I I I certainly wouldn't be buying a present. <laughs> okay, I'd be like, sure, we can like all hang out if you want. Like, I don't mind, but I'm not buying you a toaster. Yeah. Like the section where you kiss the bride or groom, what would happen there? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Certainly wouldn't be appropriate for uh, the whole family to be watching, that's for sure. Uh, well, the 24-year-old sociology student and uh, blogger said, um, many people tell me I'm a great catch, and I tell them I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taken. By marrying herself, Ms. Bindu said she'll be dedicating her life to self-love. Self-marriage is a commitment to being there for yourself, to choosing the livelihood and a lifestyle that will help you grow and blossom into the most alive, beautiful, and deeply happy person that you can be. And I, I like, I think that's good, like, having that self-love. Who, who paid for it, though? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because often it's like the parents will foot the bill for the wedding. Like, I don't know if I could hit up my dad for a self-love wedding. <laughs> um, well... Ms. Bindu's mum said, oh, you always think of something new, but my parents, who are very open and took it in their stride. As long as it makes you happy, we're fine with it, she added. A bit of self-acceptance, which is good. The problem is, if you know, if you get into trouble, do you divorce yourself as well? <laughs> you break up with yourself. Okay, you know what? It's not me, it's me. <laughs> I'll go your separate ways. Here we go. Further down in the article, in one highly unusual case, a 33-year-old Brazilian model divorced herself within three months after the wedding. <laughs> Whoa, that's so soon. What happened? Don't tell me she was cheating. <laughs> the Bra Brazilian lady did meet someone, realised that her marriage wasn't working out, the grass was greener, so I guess divorced herself in order to marry someone else. Oh my God, I wonder if she took half. <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. I'm calling it... That's cool. Drippy. What about like... That's pretty cool. What's hitting? Little thing called... What's hitting with... Sarah. Yes, it's that time again to jump into the mind of a teenager from Brisbane uh, to tell us exactly what is going on with the youth these days. Matt and I cannot be trusted to give you the most up-to-date information when it comes to things that are cool or, as the youth say, lit. Um... <sighs> So, so that's why we enlist Sarah from Brisbane. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Sarah, um, what have you been up to? Um, nothing much, but I did just go down to Sydney to watch my older brother Max climb in a competition. He's an excellent climber. How'd he go? So he made uh, the international team for leading and speed climbing, <gasps> and he's on the Australian development squad for bouldering. Whoa, oh, amazing stuff. And what do you do when you're in Sydney, um, you know, because obviously there's there's lots of, like, exciting big nightclubs to go to when you're in Sydney, but not being old enough to go uh, to the clubs, what do you love about Sydney when you go? Well, I only remember going once, and that was this time, and I was in a 
sweaty, hot climbing gym for most of it. So <laughs> not that much. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah most people go, I'm going to Sydney to do the climb. They go, oh, the bridge climb? It's like, no. <laughs> no, bouldering. plastic rocks. <laughs> That's it. Well, uh, it's nice to uh, get you on here again, Sarah, because li- our listeners are very, very keen to make sure they're keeping up with the zeitgeist. Um, first and foremost, let's have a question from Yainaja here. I hope I pronounced that correctly, Yainaja. Uh, does everyone still call everyone bruh? Um, what do you think, bruh? <laughs> Um, I you don't hear it as much, but I actually did just have to sit through like an hour presentation in school, and the guy he wouldn't stop saying "bruh" and "bro," and oh my god, I felt like I was like fading away in my chair every time he said it. In the actual presentation, was it an English yeah. class or something? No, it was assembly, and he was doing a presentation on mental health, and he kept just going "bruh." And I was like, why? <laughs> like, it was so, it was weird. Like, I remember turning to my friend and we just like, were like, what is going on? Why is I, bruh? I was watching a so TikTok um, by, by a guy called, oh, is it Vasily maybe? He does Eshe Bar. Um, <laughs> and, and he keeps saying bar. Like, I didn't know what bar is. Is bar a thing as well? Um, well, bar is just like the same thing with Eshe. That's like, because apparently, you know, Eshe, they talk like, you know, yeah, bah, like, what's up, bah, like, all that stuff. And that's just, like, it's just bra. So, bah is an abbreviation of bra. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's dumb. <laughs> the only time you ever actually hear it being said is when people are making fun of Eshe. Right, oh, right. Okay. okay. So, yeah, bah. Oh, very yeah. soon it'll yeah, be bah. Yeah, bah. Yeah. All right, brilliant stuff. So, uh, we've also got a question Let's go with Bills, which is quite interesting for you, Sarah. What are your thoughts on the war in Ukraine? What are kids? How do kids process stuff like a country invading another country in Europe? Oh, my God. Um, look, I, like, read a bit about it when it first kind of happened, but I feel like what happens a lot in this stuff is, like, with my generation, everyone will talk about it for, like, a hot minute, and then everyone will just forget about it, mm. like, even though it's still a problem. But, like, it was, a, it was a strong moment on, like, social media where everyone was posting about it and, like, talking about it. But then everyone just stopped and kind of moved on. Do you well, have it's quite interesting having those moments. I remember watching the news back in the 90s, Sarah, and seeing a, a report on the Bosnian War. And I was I remember thinking, like, where's Bosnia and that kind of thing? Like, is it, is, yeah, is it much of that? True, hey. Well, I don't know. Like, when I first heard of it, I'm... I don't even remember what fully happened. I think everyone, it fully just became a TikTok trend to talk about it and then it just died off. Mm. Wow. I also remember where where I was walking through Warnable College when I heard that George Bush in America had declared war on Iraq in about 2003. Do you have a remember where you were moment from your life so far? You've been alive for 15 years. Um... I actually don't know. Do you know what, though? You will be looking back on it and you'll know where you were when you first heard about COVID-19, I reckon. Yeah. Um, well, the first time I heard about COVID-19 was I had my, I had a best friend and she was, like, her family was very aware about it already because they used to live in China. And I remember just being mad at her because she didn't want to meet up with me because she was talking about some COVID-19 thing. And I was like, why won't you come hang out with me? And then it turns out it was because of the pandemic, but whatever. Yeah, that would be a big one, wouldn't it? Because you would have been, what, 13 years old? Yeah. I I was 
in my living room and I was like, I went to my mom and she's like, she just canceled on me. And I was really <laughs> upset about it. But it turns out it was like a pandemic. So. One of two years of lockdown cancellations. You remember where you were at the first one. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Do you have any, by, out of interest, do you have any students in your year or at school that are Russian? Um, there's the, I know one kid, but he's like lived in Australia for like a long time, but he is Russian. Yeah. And is there any like, you know, is there any isolation or ostracization of him? No, definitely not. I feel like the only people that really get made fun of, it sounds bad saying it, but like they're called like emos. I feel like they're the only people that get made fun of. Emos, emos. these days. Yeah. It's good to know nothing's changed. Hey, Dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is, uh, I tell you what, it comes back around, doesn't it? Well, My Chemical Romance released a new song a couple of weeks ago. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing, as always. And uh, we can't wait to chat you again soon. Of course. No worries. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Postman Matt, Postman Matt, Postman Matt, and he's black and white rat dog. <laughs> um, such is the new intro to Mailbag, uh, which is the segment we do at the end of a Friday, cleaning out that fridge to bring you the text that and the correspondence that we weren't able to get to throughout the week. Postman Matt, what have you been looking for in your sack? Well, look, Alex Dyson, I got someone that has finally come to my side of the debate when it comes to putting oil in your pasta water. Well, the mailbag with Nigella in the chat. Yeah, well, no thanks to Nigella Lawson, who did not have my back on Twitter, saying uh, oil doesn't do anything. Rochelle says, uh, Matt, according to my nonna, and let me tell you, when it comes to nonnas, Alex Dyson, I think we can all agree that they are never wrong. When it comes to cooking pasta or tomato-based <laughs> sauces, I would... <laughs> Trust a nonna with my life. <laughs> so Rochelle says, according to my nonna, oil in the water for fresh pasta. Oh. So you're 50% right, but look. You do do fresh pasta sometimes, don't you? I do. I do occasionally make my own pasta. That's but right. But instead of a rolling pin, you use a VB long neck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've had to do that in the past, yes. Um, but look, apparently it still doesn't do anything. Well, we did get pointed towards a little bit of a video, Matt, before you do completely write off the oil, and that is from one Gordon Ramsay. 90 seconds for the pasta, 90 seconds for the shrimp. Okay. My pan is nice and hot. Teaspoon of olive oil in there. In with the pasta. Oh! So Gordon oh! pops in a little teaspoon. Teaspoon of olive oil in there. Well, well, well. A Should teaspoon we... of olive oil makes the pasta go brown. Try and tee up a who's right, a write-off between Gordon and Nigella. We potentially could. We'll look into that. Mike has got in touch and <laughs> sent the meme. He gets tagged in. Uh, it is a photo of two people kissing in a club. You know those sort of club photos? Yeah. I tell you what, one of my favourite websites at the moment on Twitter is something like outrageous nightclub photos, and it's just some of the ones you're like, how did you there capture this moment? Real cookers <laughs> on, on a few of those dance floors. <laughs> Speaking of getting boiled like some pasta, there were a couple of dance floor noodles shaking violently in the simmering heat. Uh, but this particular one has two people kissing, but their mouths 
are open to their <laughs> widest extinction. They are attached to each other's face like one of those fish on a shark are attached. And it says, and that was the last time we saw Mike. I'm not sure if Mike had a uh, particular evening in which he did a massive PDA on the dance floor. <laughs> have you ever have you been hit up with a PDA, something like that, Matt? Oh, yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember on Triple J a couple of years ago, someone said, someone messaged in right on a Monday morning and I remember it so clearly. Um, they said, saw Matt O'Kine at a Tapper's restaurant on Saturday. He left with a group of friends and as he walked out of the restaurant, took a long and satisfying grope of his partner's <laughs> behind before leaving. It's <laughs> like, what? Who's long and satisfying? Oh. Like, who's analysing my gropes? And the Daily Mail didn't even change the headline <laughs> when it got published. Uh, <laughs> that's incredible. All right, well... Um, any bottom squeezing memes you may come across on the internet, you know who to tag now as parts of matting someone. But look, it does bring us to the end of another episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. We will be back for another long and satisfying episode for your ears on Monday morning. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Hit us up over the weekend if you've got any uh, stories at matt.n.alex. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.